Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. If you're a Reformed Baptist, here's one of the pitfalls. Sometimes the Reformed Baptists, they, they get real excited about this idea of, uh, well, our children aren't a part of the covenant. I, I don't know why that would be something exciting, but some Baptists get excited about that. And that, yeah, we're, you know, our children are pagans. You know, my children, they haven't professed faith in Jesus yet, you know, and so, yeah, I'm, and we'll even make little jokes, you know. I'm living with my, my regenerate wife and then our, our you know, uh, three enemies of God under our roof. And, yeah, times, are, you know, it's hard, you know. It's tough living with pagans. Uh, that, that, I would say that is a, a pitfall. The Baptists should not use that language. Our, our family is a Christian family. And you might say, well, Joel, you can't say that. <laughs> you can't say it. You need, to be, you need to be upholding the Westminster Confession in order to be able to say that consistently. What I mean by our family is a Christian family is I'm the head of our household. By God's grace, I'm a Christian, and we are raising our children to be Christians. I don't know whether or not they're regenerate. And yes, I do believe that entrance to the new covenant is faith alone. And so if my children are not regenerate, then they are not yet under the new covenant. But either way, we are raising them not as pagans, but as Christians. So the Reformed Baptist, as I see it, my perspective is this. Every child that God gives to us is a pre-Christian. A pre-Christian. And we believe that God will save them on two accounts. One, because they're my kids. And God keeps steadfast covenant to the thousandth generation of those who fear him. But secondly, because God is not arbitrary and random. And what I mean by that is God's predestined ends, his goal, the outcome, is never severed from his predestinated means. Meaning that I believe God has predestined my children for salvation precisely because he gave them to me and not my pagan neighbor. If God wanted my kids to go to hell, he would have given them to a a man and a woman who would have sufficiently discipled them to hell. But my wife and I are no such man and woman. So why did God give our children to us? Because he intends to save them. And he has means of salvation. His salvation is not arbitrary. It doesn't hang in midair. How will they believe? Unless they hear. How will they hear unless someone preaches? And how will someone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, blessed are the feet of those who bring good news. That's Romans chapter 10. God has means that he uses to bring about his good and holy purposes, including one of the highest of his purposes, the salvation of men. And so I believe that in the providence of God, he has given children to us to me, to my wife, specifically for the purpose of saving them through the faithful catechism and discipleship and preaching that our home is immersed in every single day. Every single day. And it should be the same in your mind. If you are a Reformed Baptist, you should have that mind about your children. My children are pre-Christians. God intends to save them. He intends to save them as the end of his goal because 
His ends are not severed from his means. And his means, the primary means that God has saved souls throughout human history is godly parenting. Period. You look at the statistics for this country alone. How many people have come to saving faith in Jesus and, and what was the means that brought it about? Primarily, Christian parents. Christian parents. The child born in some Muslim nation to Muslim parents statistically, is probably going to be a Muslim. Is probably going to reject the Lord Jesus and is probably going to hell. Does that grieve us? Yes. Should we do something about it and send missionaries as the Lord calls? Yes. But primarily, by virtue of a child being born into your household... Everything in you should fully anticipate that the reason why that child was born to you and not someone else is because the child is elect. And it's not a, a matter of if the Lord saves them, but merely when. And our prayer should be soon, Lord Jesus, quickly, as fast as you can. Let our children's testimony be the most glorious and boring testimony there is. I don't know a single day that I didn't love the Lord Jesus. Like Polycarp, the disciple of John, 86 years have I served him. And every biblical scholar and historian says he was only 86 years old when he was put to death. What does he mean? Well, he means like David says, from my mother's breast did I trust you. I, I don't know a single day. I, don't, I, I cannot, I don't have in living memory a single moment that I did not identify as a follower of Jesus. So for the Baptist, when we teach our children to pray, we don't teach them to pray, mom and dad's father who art in heaven, hallowed be his, no, our father. Our father. Objectively, theologically, is God yet their father? Has he adopted them? Have they been born again? Do they have faith? I, I don't know. But we're going to teach them to pray as Christians not pagans. We're going to teach them to believe as Christians, to live as Christians, to obey as Christians. I like what Chalk Knox says, David Shannon with Cross Politic. He says on this matter, he says, how, how do I know that my children are Christian? How do I know that they're, they're under this covenant with him being Presbyterian, of course, in his perspective? How do I know that they're included? He says, I know that they're included for the same reason that, that the Muslim knows they're included. That if there was a radical Muslim terrorist who, who came into our home and wanted to, to put me and my wife to death merely for our faith in Jesus, they would not allow our children to live. They would execute our children with us. The Muslim would see our children in line with the parents. The parents are being put to death for their faith, and so are the children. The Muslim would have a household covenantal framework. That would be his perspective. And so for the Reformed Baptists in the room, again, I say, even if this is not the objective theological lens in which you view the covenants and how it works with households and all the like, I understand, I'm sympathetic, I'm with you on that matter. But as it pertains to our practice, as it pertains to our, our practical patterns of parenting our children, let's raise them as Christians. Speak to them as Christians. Thanks so much for listening, but real quick, 
Before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.